Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Thank you for tapping into some untapped keg, part of the Believe Podcast Network. This podcast is brought to you by Bet Online. We're back and better than ever. A new web interface for the start of the basketball season and more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online remains your number one spot for all the basketball and football action this season. Head to the new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code BELIEVE50, B-L-E-A-V-5-0, to receive your bonus. From basketball, football, baseball, postseason, NHL, boxing, and UFC right to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports. Bet online where the game starts. Remember to bet responsibly. Hit us up if you need help. Now to the podcast. What's up, sports fans? Thanks for tapping into some Untapped Keg Sports. Part of the Believe Podcast Network, the podcast where we talk about all things Wisconsin sports, including the NFL, uh, NBA, MLB, and some other sports teams that are close to our hearts. So I'm one of your hosts, RJ Zimmerman, here with my good friend, Monte Ball. How you doing, big fella? I'm all right, man. I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right. Uh, could be way, way better. We're doing all right. Um, <laughs> how, how think how things going for you? Uh, you know, I can't complain. To be honest, things are pretty good. So happy mm-hmm. to be here. Happy to be talking some sports with you. Uh, yeah. Things are looking up. Got some stuff on the burner. Maybe we'll talk about later. But uh, it's exciting. So, although as far as sports go and Wisconsin sports. You know, the topic that I put on the title, and I think that a lot of people will agree, is that Wisconsin sports are the kings of mediocrity. It's been that way for it's been that way for a while. It has been that way for for a long time, actually. And at at, at the very least at the very least ten years. I I would go further back. I would say since Mike Holmgren, you know, in the early two thousands. Uh the Green Bay Packers have been the kings of mediocrity. You have two Super Bowl wins with Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers in 30 years. That's it. Two. Right. Three Super Bowl appearances. That's it. You have three Super yes, Bowl appearances. Thing, only three. Yeah, only three Super Bowl. Because, I mean, it's hard to win the Super Bowl, but having only three appearances is like the in 30 you know, years. You said 30 years? Yeah. That's egregious. The uh, Milwaukee Brewers have zero World Series appearances since 1982. Uh, only, you know, five or six playoff appearances. And most of that has come since the Christian Yelich trade and Craig Council yeah. hire. Um, so 82 is Raleigh Fingers, right? Yeah, Robin Yant, Paul Molitor. I mean, you know, they lost to the Cardinals in right. that World Series. <laughs> 
you have the Milwaukee Bucks, who I feel is the only team that really is going all in. And what they are doing, which obviously they won a championship last year, but it took a little bit of luck to get there, which championship runs often do take luck. Rarely are you the best team that just walks your way in. You take, you do get a little bit of luck to get there. So honestly, and then don't even get me started on Wisconsin football, on Wisconsin basketball, on Wisconsin volleyball and Wisconsin hockey. You have all of this talent coming through that college and you have zero national titles, zero. Mm-hmm. No, the Wisconsin women's hockey team is the only national title winners. No, the the the, the women's Wisconsin didn't they win like three years ago? Yeah, four years women's, ago. Women's hockey is the only national title winners. But I thought volleyball too. Uh they lost in the tournament. They did not win a national title. Mm, right. They always get they always get like right there. So yeah, women's hockey. Uh, for the, the Bucks. course with uh you know college sports. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. No, no, no. I think yeah, that's the thing. I mean, the 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 writing is on the wall when you talk about Wisconsin sports, you talk about the history um when it comes to trying to build a team. And again, this this is we're talking about all the sports here, trying to build a yep. team, trying to do your homework, trying to better yourself from the previous year just seems like it's always that settle for just putting on a good show. <laughs> I agree. Whether we win, whether we lose, it's it's which which that's that's a frustrating part because, like you said, the talent is there. The talent has been there. The talent has the talent has been here for twenty years, <laughs> and it just seems like we just always get right there. And even speaking about my time as a Badger, yeah, we we were always right there to win the Rose Bowl. Although we were winning Big Ten championship games. Always wanted to win that bowl game, but still always right there. So I wonder why that is. Why that is with Wisconsin sports. Well, I think a lot of it has to do with the media, right? How how the media is okay with winning, but not okay. But they're okay with failing in the playoffs when it counts. And you hear this all the time on local sports media that it's okay. They put on a good show all year. Like, what more can you expect? It's okay if they don't get to a World Series. It's okay if they don't get to a Super Bowl. Like, you get to watch winning football. But the teams, that that just promotes being good enough. That doesn't promote to getting to the best, right? Exactly. Look at the New York yeah. Giants, who are bad. They were bad before Eli Manning. They were bad for a couple years with Eli Manning. Yes. But because of that media, now you have... They have to win a championship or it's a bust, right? Or the New York Yankees, same thing. The New York Mets. The New York Mets have been terrible for years, but then all of a sudden they make a a World Series run. They're always making these signings, always. And you say it's because it's a big market, but really that's what their fans demand of the product, right? right? Look at the Packers. They have... How often have they made moves to go all in? I would argue I mean, the, the Bucks are making moves to go all in, and they have. I mean, you know, they paid Giannis, and they they started growing organically. But the past three years, 
they have not been afraid to trade a first-round pick for a player they think will help them get over the top. And they were right last year. Right. I mean, um, even the Brewers. The Brewers The Brewers are limited from a payroll capacity compared to the Dodgers, the Yankees, the Mets that are like, we're approaching, you know, $500 million payrolls for the Dodgers, right? The Brewers can't afford that. They did go all in. They get Yelich. They pay him the big contract. He's staying. And then they have to kind of piece, but they don't they don't do what the Cardinals do. The Cardinals don't have much more of a payroll than the Brewers do, but the Cardinals will trade for Nolan Arenado. They'll pay, trade for Paul Goldschmidt. They'll trade for the pitcher that they need, right? The John Lester. You got Wong from us, from, from the St. Louis Cardinals. And that was a really good deal, right? Right. But the Brewers needed a first baseman. And sure, they went out and got Eduardo Escobar, who you think is going to hit and didn't. How much of that is the philosophy of the Brewers? How much of it is them experimenting to try to get you know, to the World Series a la the Tampa Bay Rays, which is kind of what they need to do, but at the same time, you can do that with how the Cardinals do it because the Cardinals do it in a similar way. But the the Cardinals will aren't afraid to pull the trigger and make a big move. Right? right? Look at what the Cubs did. The Cubs realized we are not winning a World Series this year. Sold everything to build up to make another run. Right. Right. I mean, and, you see we we've We've talked about this. You see, you see that with uh, NFL teams as well. When we try to, you know, when we compare the other NFL teams to the Green Bay Packers, Green Bay Packers are super, just super, just conservative, like extreme, yes. an extreme level of conservativeness, if that's a word. Uh, when it comes to trying to go all in, or at least making an effort to go all in, free agency. You guys are always extremely thin. When it comes around that time of, of trying to make uh try to grab some steals or do whatever you need to, you've you've gotten a few, but I just don't see that team going aggressive like the Buccaneers going aggressive. Right. Just go get Antonio Brown. We'll figure out how we're going to pay him, but go just go talk to him. Or or these other teams who say screw, it, we're going to go all in for this year. It's win or bust this year. I don't understand why the Packers don't do that. And I truly think that's also another thing or no, that is the thing actually, excuse me, that pisses Aaron Rodgers off um, the most that plus not, you know, taking his input when it comes to, you know, how to build this offense, that would piss me off so much, so much because as Aaron Rodgers, as a player like that, you don't need any more money. You got enough money. You're trying to get a ring, another ring before obviously that clock runs out. And that clock is about to run up very soon um, for Aaron Rodgers. And so I just don't understand it when it comes to Wisconsin sports. And I think you made a great point. I think it is the media because I think it is the media because I don't want to say their names. I was going to say their names, but I'll 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 hold off on that. Um, but long story short, I've shaken a few feathers or uh, I should say ruffled a few feathers in the media realm when it comes to talking about Badger sports, because, you know, I can at times come off blunt. And some people may receive that as me coming off. Negative. Insensitive. Insensitive in a sense, when it comes to them being kids 
kids and stuff. But no, I'm just calling a spade a spade and saying what needs to happen, what needs to change. This is what needs to be done. But receiving a slight bit of backlash from other um, and that's the thing. Exactly. They treat everybody with kids gloves. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, you are in a show me environment, right? You are in a, you know, what have you done for me lately kind of a thing. Get better. Hold their feet to the fire. We're not, we don't want people to lose their job. We want you to do better. We want you to be better than what you are. We don't want complacency. We want to see something new. We want, it's not working. Okay. Recruiting two star and three star recruits and then trying to coach them up is not working. You get it's these not. four and five star guys, and they're no better than they were in high school. What does that yeah, tell you? I mean, so true, so true. And look at, and then, and then it, here's the thing: look at the other teams in the Big Ten, teams that were at the bottom of the barrel. Not saying Iowa was at the bottom of the barrel, but you got a team that just hasn't really been all and that mediocrity, right they in a long time. Better. Yeah, but I was like they disappeared and said, you know what? We're gonna just scrap what we're doing, figure out a way to change some things, and come back with a vengeance. And look at them, look at them. Yeah, they lost, but at one point they were ranked number two in the country. Still a darn good football team. Teams are making those changes. The Minnesota Gophers, that head coach, was that PJ Fleck? Is that is that it? Yep. You know he's 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 it's a bit of a bit of a me guy, but he but. Changing some things around. He's been changing the culture of go for football. Recruiting got a beast as a running back. Unfortunately, he's injured. But Ibrahim. So I mean, the, these these changes that I'm seeing with these other schools, other programs in the Big Ten. But then you got Wisconsin. Again, I'm a diehard Badgers fan. We're, we're Badgers fans. That's why we're we're critical on the Badgers. But it seems like this 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 cookie cutter mold is not helping us move forward. You know what? And it then is here, too? what's the answer? What's the answer? And it, Go ahead, sorry. the teams, the teams are not making the excuses. The fans are making the excuses for the teams, and then the teams are taking it and running with it, right? I mean, that's exactly what it is, and it's not just the the fans that are doing it, but it's yeah, the local media that are making excuses. Your offensive line is not living up to par, right? It, it is not doing well. Let's. It's fine. They're kids. So right. who are you going to hold to account? The coach, right? The coach is not yeah. coaching them the how they should be. Or your rotation, this idea that you have to rotate and not have cohesion is not working. It's not working. No. Here's the deal. Here's the deal. And I, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm no longer going to bite my tongue about this anymore. Um, like, and, and But I will always preface it this with this as well. And I'm glad you stated that as well, RJ. Again, we understand they're kids. We're not bashing kids. Mm-hmm. We're, we're, we're essentially analysts. So we're just, we're, just, we're just doing our, quote, job. You know what I mean? We're just observing the game, speaking about the game, stating the obvious facts of what needs to happen. But I'm tired of biting my tongue. And again, preface it with this again. I love Coach Chris to death. I really, really do. I think he's a wonderful human being, an amazing father, an amazing husband. I've kicked it with his family up in their their suite. You know, the coaches suite for the games. Love his entire family, his, his mother-in-law, all of the above. Um, 
But I think when it comes to him being that tough love that you, you, you sort of need when you're a coach on the players, I don't think it's tough enough. You, I don't think it's tough enough. And what I mean by that is I've had the, I've had the privilege, the opportunity of being coached by Coach Chris from an offensive coordinator standpoint. And the toughness that I saw then, and again, I'm not by the, by the players in the locker room 24-7 today, but the toughness I saw then, I don't know if I'm seeing that today. I don't. I really don't. Um, and maybe that is just because times are different now. You know what I mean? You can't scream at kids the way they screamed at us back then. I mean, well, I don't mean scream as in derogatory because right. I'm not spreading any, you know, misinformation about Badger program back then. But, you know, they were very hard on us. We got yelled at. We got screamed at that tough love. I, I, I wonder if that's going on. now. There's there's a way to do it that is not um belittling or derogatory so yeah i mean you don't have to get in a player's face grab their face mask like yell at them and push them away right but you do have to set expectations that are uh vocalized like it's you know the key to communication like you and i sometimes we sometimes we think the we have can you know it's it's uh what's the word i'm looking for like it's understood, but because we don't say it, like all of a sudden one of us does something. Well, I didn't oh. know we were gonna do that. I mean, it's just like between me and my partner, right? Like, I think something's understood. Like, uh, you know, my kids watching their tablets, and then next thing I know, like, well, we're not giving them a tablet right now. Oh, really? Well, yeah, I thought you knew that. No, I didn't. So uh, that's my bad. But at the same time, like we need to talk about that stuff. So when we set expectations, we want that national championship, or at least we want to be in the conversation. We want to have the opportunity to win it. That's all we Not want, even. right? I mean, let, let, let's just talk about the let's just let's just get to the Big Ten championship game first. I mean, although let me let me say, I mean, we did go 2016, 17, and 19. We did, but. Those performances were very poor. Yeah, extremely poor, especially in the second half. Of the I mean, one games. of those was fifty to zero. Yeah, I mean that one. Melvin's last. Oh, Ohio State. Cardale Jones, <laughs> backup quarterback, comes in, torches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so again, I, but we always say this again. So, so to the listeners, if this is your first time listening to our show, please listen to our previous ones. We 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 state that we are spoiled Badgers fans. We we understand that. Um, to us, though, it just seems if you look at the Big Ten West as a whole, we shouldn't be struggling the way that we're struggling. We really shouldn't be. Um, and so that, again, this Wisconsin sports, this Wisconsin identity, uh, I would love for it to become more aggressive, like the Bucks. The Bucks are saying, screw it. We're, we're going aggressive. I don't think they have a first-round pick for the next three years, and guess what? Good for them. Good for them. <laughs> You know, that's something that the Packers do. They clutch onto that first round pick and they hold on to it because why? What what is that first round pick gonna turn out to be? You you right. know, you they may not be the talent of a first round pick. Like you've hit right. on third round picks and second round picks often, but first round picks 
they've struggled with. So why aren't you trading that away for a Stefan Gilmore? Although he mm-hmm. didn't cost that much, but could you have negotiated a contract to fit it under the cap? You know, they're they're so gun shy. What if we make a move and it doesn't work out? At least you're making the move and you're showing exactly. that you're willing to do that, right? I think they move. They would rather be off early than off late, and that's what drives me crazy as a fan. I would rather you show up to the party, right? Just decked out. Just let's do it. Just peacocking. Then I would rather you show up to the party with, uh, you know, just like, oh, I'm going to, I'm going to let my top, my walk do the talking instead of me, you know, being showboaty and stuff like, no, go out, trade for Odell Beckham Jr. That's what you need. You know, yeah. help Aaron Rodgers, because if you That'd give be Aaron Rodgers help, imagine how good he's going to be. That would be ridiculous. My 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 take, oh, sorry, I didn't really take, I, I, I think Odell, obviously I think, yeah, the Browns are going to, Browns are going to get rid of Odell, and I do see him going to Atlanta. Atlanta? Atlanta's more than an Odell away. <laughs> Atlanta needs a lot of offensive line help. Uh, you know. I see, I see him going to Atlanta, though. I do, but but you know, Packers of, don't. I don't get it. I don't get it. You're, I don't you're winning understand. by three points. You're winning by four points, five points, one yeah. score games. You have an opportunity, and this is why I really like Lafleur because I feel like Lafleur is all in. The only problem yeah. is you are struggling at closing games out. Last game, That's obviously, true. you scored the touchdown when you needed it in the fourth quarter. The previous three games, you did not. Yes, you are 4-1. Right. Yes, you won those games. You deserve to be 4-1. But you need to do better because in the playoffs, field goals ain't going to cut it. They never have. Ask Mike McCarthy against the Seahawks. It's when um, they lose in overtime. Right. When it and goes it, to overtime, it, it, I just assume they're going to lose because that's what happens every time. Uh, it's it's Well, that's the thing. We... we, we it needs to there needs to be a change. There needs to be more of an aggressive and 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 here's the, I, let's dive. I, again, we we touched on it briefly there. The aggressiveness that we're talking about. Listen, we're not saying you know freaking be all out aggressive. You know, I don't even know hail mary first play of the game or something or or completely exhaust every single dollar you have on just useless stuff. No, that's not what we're talking about. We're just essentially speaking about the the positions you know you need help in. Just go and freaking do it. This is just go out there and take a risk. Okay, we're struggling in on our shell, our DBs. Okay. Oh, goodness gracious, there's Gilmore. They should have been like, oh, emergency meeting. Yeah. Uh let's figure out how we're gonna get him. How much money do we I'm, have? I'm not gonna lie. Richard Sherman. They should have been negotiating with Richard Sherman. Yes, he's yeah. hurt. Yes, he didn't play amazing with the Bucks. Don't care. You no. needed cornerback help. You should be talking to somebody like that. Yeah, the one thing too. I will say is they are making moves right now. They signed Jalen Smith after he was cut from the Cowboys, which they need some depth at inside yeah. linebacker, right? And he has shown he can be a an NFL star. And then Merciless Whitney, Whitney Merciless, right. goodness gracious, Whitney Merciless. They just signed him, and they need yep. some rush help, and that's what he's going to bring. Like, this is 
that's moves that the Packers in the past don't make. They don't bring outside help in during the season. Why not? It's like they have in the past, and it's somewhat worked out sometimes. Sometimes it's just been what it is. But they, for some reason, they think their culture is better than anybody else's. But your culture is not winning Super Bowls. So <laughs> how is it better than anybody else's, right? I mean, you just look at the talent that is down in Tampa Bay, and you're like, I can't believe all these people coexist, but they do. It's ridiculous. Who sets the tone in that locker room to make it work? Tom Brady. Of course. Who sets the tone in the Green Bay locker room, more than likely? Aaron yeah. Rodgers. From what we could tell, it's a brotherhood there. They love each other. Like, Devontae Adams was about to sign the richest wide receiver contract. Did not like the way that Aaron Rodgers was being treated, so he's just like, no, you don't, you're not going to treat my brother great. I'm not going to sign here. And guess what? Now you don't, now you have two positions that you have the absolute NFL star at that you might lose this year. You don't know. It's going to be an interesting next year for, for, for the Packers going into next year, I should say. Um, and then just a quick transition here. Let's go briefly talk about the Broncos. It's not Wisconsin sports, of course, but with They're Denver. Close to our hearts. Now being three and four, lost last night against the Cleveland Browns, which I anticipated that. Um, and knowing that the Browns' offense is literally just limping, yeah. um, every person unfortunately is injured. They got a long injury list. I still just knew that their run game coordination is still just their third string it, running back went for one forty five against yeah. a good Broncos run defense. That's, like yeah. that run game coordination is just. Top notch. It's and that just goes to show you how well. Again, we're talking. We're we're, we're pros here, but the development side of it. So they developed their second string running back, which again, yeah, it's a tandem. It's a tandem that they do there. But then the third string running back Johnson comes in, and it's like, okay, who's this kid? Plug and play because they have the structure, the run game coordination. Denver. Denver's 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 in trouble. Denver's in a lot of trouble. Three and four right now. I think um, with Von Miller's injury last night, which is very, very sad to see. I think what's going to happen with Denver is this. Um, I think Denver's going to limp for the rest of the year and possibly work on um, getting rid of Von Miller to then free up some cap space and then go aggressive for a quarterback. If I'm George Payton for the Broncos, you know, that's obviously what I'm looking at. Obviously, yeah, I'm not going to say let's go ahead and limp to the end of the year. No, we're still going to play aggressive, try to win games. But I think that's what's on the horizon for the Broncos. Um, is Von Miller departure, free up cap space, go aggressive for a quarterback. Um, like think, all in. Do you think Fangio survives the season? I think so. I hope so. I, I do hope so, because what? This is only his, what, third year? Third, right, four? Yeah. Right, that's too soon, because it's not essentially all his all his, all his, his fault. Let's be honest. Elway didn't do a great job of finding a quarterback after Peyton. Um, George Peyton actually is, Patton, Peyton is doing a really good job, has done a really good job his first year, actually, of getting some players, getting some, getting some, 
players to play like Tim Patrick, all these guys that we didn't know who they are stepping in now because of injuries and balling, although Patrick played earlier in the year, but now he's getting way more time now. Um, I think Fangio still stays. If I'm the president, Fangio still stays. But I have a conversation with George Patton, the office, or I was going to say the offensive coordinator, the um, general manager, and we work on a smooth departure from Von Miller, unfortunately. That's going to hurt a lot of Broncos fans, but he's 10, 11 years in, um, and he well, unfortunately can't stay healthy. I think him and Melvin, right? I think this is both their yeah. last years in yeah. Denver. Uh, yeah, Melvin for sure. You know, that frees up a lot of cap. That's because Monte Williams is is he's really good. He's really good. He's cheaper, and so it, it, it's it's a business. Although Melvin's a good running back, but he, Melvin's this is his final year, so his next contract he's obviously going to want some cash because running backs are you got to get your money now. And so I think we'll, Gordon will be gone and Vaughn, and that's going to clear up enough space to go all in on a quarterback. And I think if that does happen, I think that they're we're looking at a we're looking at a different Broncos team. I really do. Depending on obviously who fills in for, for Vaughn. We do got Chubb, of course, and Shelby still over there, but we we will need to pick up obviously another dominant linebacker, which I think we can in a draft. Um but I think a great thing that we'll do is obviously free up cap space and go go for a quarterback. Go for a guy. Go for a guy who's going to Who's going to develop and grow? Obviously, we thought it was Drew Locke, but in my opinion, and I don't mean this in an aggressive, I don't mean this in a rude way, but I, to me, this is just a great way of, of, of explaining Drew Locke. I just think that he's a, I just think that he's like a watered down Kirk Cousins. Um, okay. And okay. I, I know that can come off derogatory in this sense. I don't mean it like that, but I, but that's just what it is to me when I watch. Yeah. And that's just not going to get it done, especially in the AFC West. Win it on his own, right? Can't take mediocre talent, make it greater. Just going to take the talent that he has and use it, yeah. utilize it. So like that's, in, yeah, that's Kirk yeah. Cousins in a nutshell, right? And so. especially in that that division, uh, that is a high quarterback level division. Yep. <laughs> Even I mean, Derek Carr is super underrated. So he always been, in my opinion, yeah. I, I've always I liked agree. Derek Carr. Because I love his poise in the pocket. I love his play action. And I love the way he stands tall during his play action after he fakes. He does the dip and stands tall. And obviously he can slang that thing. So so just a quick little touch on the Broncos. I didn't want to go too long there. But that's just uh, the Broncos are being humbled right now for sure. For sure. Yeah. And I, I think it's good to touch on it, right? Like we said, we're, we talk about things that are close to our hearts and yeah. – Broncos are close to your hearts. So that's, yeah, I was, I thought that they would uh, play a little tougher last night. I was disappointed to see what the final score was, but that's no big deal. Yeah. So it was a decent game, actually. It just came right. down to if you can't stop their run, you, they can do whatever they want. Yeah. You know, they open up the entire playbook. And, and when I mean stop the run, this guy was balling. Yeah. <laughs> he was hitting those cutback lanes like it was, like it was easy. So, Broncos are hopefully they turn it around. Long season though, very long. Well, at least they're not part of the kings of mediocre, which is Wisconsin <laughs> sports. So, well, let's Broncos see. Are... Maybe maybe we could be turning a new leaf, right? <laughs> you never know. <laughs> the way that they're signing free agents, maybe they will make a deal. Who knows? They need we'll to. See. They need to. Whatever it takes. 
So we'll see. We'll see. Here's uh, my question to you, man. Yeah. I want to ask you a question Go for about it. the. Uh, I want to ask you a question real quick about the Packers. Um, what do you see happening next year, going into this season, with with Rodgers and Adams? Rodgers is the Green Bay Packers quarterback. Devonte Adams is the receiver. They both signed two year deals. Um, Rodgers takes a little bit less money, I think, than he would have because he gets his two years guaranteed. Uh, mm. I see Adams taking two years guaranteed, maybe not the highest paid receiver, but fully guaranteed contract. And um, I don't think Jordan Love is with the team. Kind of like a Jimmy G, huh? Like a Tom Brady, Jimmy Garoppolo. And it's not, and it's not personal between Love and Rodgers. It's just how the Packers are going to show that they're all in for two years. That's exactly what they did with Tom Brady, actually. So <laughs> that's and then Tom Brady was like, "You get." That's why he had that thing with Bill Belichick. It's like you're wasting his talent. Let him yeah. go. Yeah, and that's <laughs> that's the thing is, I don't like I said at the beginning of the offseason when all this came out. I will believe Aaron Rodgers is not the Green Bay Packers quarterback when he's not the Green Bay Packers quarterback. And after seeing this year and the lack of talent on the field, you cannot tell me that you can win with this roster with anybody else at the at quarterback. No, it's you can't. can't. The way that he just dissects defenses at the line of scrimmage, you're not going to get that from. Jordan Love right now. I'm sorry, you're not. And I think it was a fine pick at the time because Aaron Rodgers was showing a decline, right? I The only thing I don't agree with is trading up like they did, giving up the draft capital. Yeah. But it is what it is at this point. And, you know, um, I really – I think that A.J. Dillon is going to be a stud. Well, be, I think he's going to be a stud. So Absolutely. Is Aaron Jones going to, you know, I think after next year, Aaron Jones is might might be moving on to another team. That'd be after next year, though. That's how it happens for running backs. But, um, yeah, I mean, we will see. I love what LaFleur does with Jones and Dylan on the field at the same time. LaFleur is all, all in all the time going for it on fourth downs. Like, yeah. this is something that is – they just need to score more touchdowns than they have been, which is they're going to work on. They've said, obviously, they showed improvement last week, but just because we were so spoiled last year and how many touchdowns they scored, but then in the playoffs, they settled for field goals. Yeah. And that's not going to work. So that's where you have to figure something out. And yeah. I still will defend LaFleur for kicking that field goal in the NFC Championship game because your defense had to stop Tom Brady no matter what. I think it was a good had call. To get that, you had to get one score. So the three points I, is fine. Good call. As soon as, the, yeah. as soon as that saw the kicker running out on the field, I was like, good call. I, I'm yeah. doing the same. I'm yep. kicking it. You aren't, you you aren't settling points. in that position. Like you, That's <laughs> part of being aggressive in that position is scoring the points. Right. right. Um, so that's, all, I do that's what it is, but... Yeah, I mean yeah. That, that's that's where I feel like it's going to be. Aaron Rodgers is going to be the quarterback till Aaron Rodgers retires. Yeah, we'll see. I guess, I guess, I guess. Yeah, we got to wait and see. I do like the NFL. I've been seeing some aggressive, some aggressive coaches this year in yeah. the NFL going for two, saying, "Screw it, we're either going to walk up this field." <laughs> Winners are Winners. losers, right? 
just right here, right now. That's and what I'm talking about. You know, one thing real quick about the Packers this year is I kind of think that the GM, Brian Kudikens, swallowed his pride a little bit, kind of looked at this roster up and down and is like, no, I do need to do a better job. This is not as good of a roster as we possibly could have, right? right. And I think that's part of the reason that all of a sudden he's like making these moves for these free agents in season because he understands if I have a chance to improve this roster, I have to do it. I can't just rely on what's there. And I just want to see them do that with the offense. Like, you know, here's a receiver that they could use that might be available. Brandon cooks. Mm. Brandon cooks would be really good in this offense. Cooks for sure. I mean, and you know, it's not like Houston's going anywhere. They would probably be open to dealing him. I would be hitting the phones on that and see what I can get. So I'm just interesting gear, man. I mean, with the Chiefs, I don't understand what's going on over there. Same players, same coach. I mean, it's kind I don't of know. what happened to Andy Reid in Philadelphia. I mean, Andy Reid is a great coach, don't get me wrong, but complacency. Complacency happens to everybody. And They're dropping balls and yeah. is throwing like some passes that are like, bro. <laughs> it's like, what are you what are you what were you thinking? Sometimes here? you need some taste of adversity in order right. to take that next step. So right. Well, this Absolutely. has been Untapped Keg Sports, our sports podcast that revolves around Wisconsin sports and the yep. teams that we care about. I'm RJ Zimmerman. You can find me at its trickster, ITZ, the I is one and trickster untapped keg everywhere. Hit us up. Let us know what you want to hear about. Let us know how you feel about Wisconsin sports and the king of mediocrity. Hit us up on Twitter. Hit us up on Facebook. We're in the middle of revamping some stuff, trying to get some more yeah. engagement. Let us know if you think that Wisconsin sports are mediocre or if they're just knocking on the door. Where can they find you, Mons? Yeah, you guys can find me on Twitter at MonteBall28, Instagram at MonteBall, Untapped Cake pages as well. Um, yeah, I don't know. This was this was a, a good show. Yeah, I'm still like, I don't know. I'm, I'm like real groggy. I don't know if I slept, probably mouth breathing last night while I was sleeping or something, but uh, this was good. Yes. Um, this was really good. RJ, did you already share where they can find you? Yep. Where can they find you? Untapped Cake Sports. We're uh, yeah. part of the Believe Podcast Network. This podcast has been brought to you by Bet Online. Please bet responsibly and reach out if you need help. We will help you. Catch us on Sunday morning for our Sobriety and Mental Health Podcast live on YouTube at 9 a.m. Central Time. And you know we're gonna we're gonna try to uh, take some chat advice and we'll see how everything goes. But you know, yeah. hit us up. We're willing. If you want to be on the show, hit us up because we are open to it so you know message dms are open untapped keg twitter untapped keg facebook untapped keg instagram hit us up hit up monte at monte ball 28 hit up me at it's trickster itz the i is the one in trickster and you know what let's have fun this weekend because that's what fans are supposed to do have fun take it easy
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.